0: Save your seat now at growandemaiallist.com. That's growandemaiallist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You're listening to the gold digger podcast, episode number 267. You're probably not a copywriter, right? But becoming an entrepreneur has you writing a lot of words these days, words for captions, words for your website, words and emails. And you're probably thinking, I didn't realize I signed up for this. I hear you. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing five easy copy fixes that you can implement today. Yes, today. So tune in, then log off and put these tips into motion because your words matter and it's time to put some confidence behind them.
1: you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher.
0: When you think of how your business or your brand impacts others, you probably think of the products or the services that you provide. These are the things that you felt so passionate about that your inner drive ignited you to create an entire business around it, whether it's homemade keychains or build your own succulent displays, personal fitness, or a meditation app, a dog grooming service, knitting classes, a photography studio, your business offers something standout and special, and that's pretty awesome. What you might think about less when you're considering your impact is the story that you're telling and how you're telling it. Even less thought about than that are the specific words used to strategically and creatively craft that story into its very best and farthest reaching version. See, our businesses aren't just the things we sell to other people. The words that lift up our businesses online shed light to more than just what we're providing for people to purchase. Words are like the connective tissue of our brands. They're the things that make you easy to relate to, connect with, and understand on a deeper level, and they hold your brand together with a cohesive story across several platforms. When people feel super connected to you in a way where they can almost imagine your voice and your heart behind the content, it creates a loyalty that will keep them coming back again and again because they trust you, because they feel like they know you. Now, I'm not saying that you have to share every dark secret and flip-floppy emotion online, but curating a real, raw, authentic story that shares the humanity behind your business is a whole lot more powerful than just saying, buy my crazy awesome garden tools or whatever it might be for you. So today I wanna dive into five incredibly easy copy fixes that you can implement right away to sharpen your message that you're sharing with your followers and customers. The first tip I've got for you, Remodel your about page for most businesses, especially digital businesses. The about page is the most visited page on your website. It's where people go right away to get a snapshot of who you are, what you're about and what you're bringing to the table. By the way, the keyword here is snapshot. We don't want this section to be a novel because I can almost guarantee that people won't make it through 17 paragraphs about how your cat inspired you to find some way to work from home or your favorite hobbies ranked one through 30. Now on the flip side it's super important that this page doesn't feel sterile or cold. The old cut and dry messaging works for law firms and medical practices, but odds are if you're listening to this, you have a personal story connected to the heart of your brand, and this is the perfect place for you to share it. Now, don't be afraid to get your personality on the page and to capture people's attention with your wit and your charm and your hilarious dad jokes. I want for you to do a little brainstorming with me and answer the following questions. Okay, grab a pen and paper or just type these up real quick into your phone notes. If you follow a who, what, where, when, and why format, it's so easy to follow along with and remember. Okay, so are you ready? The first question is who? Who is it that you're impacting? Who are you helping, serving, or providing value for? Write a list of attributes in your perfect customer or client and write to that person or group of people every single time you craft a piece of content, especially your about page. Let me just break this down for you a little bit. I recently did a really big launch and I was so excited about the product. Now, instead of crafting all of my copy to a group of people, I thought about one person in my life who I thought would benefit from this launch. And so I wrote every single email as if I was writing to them. Now, it's really easy to hear things like ideal client avatar and and picture that blue character from the movie avatar, and maybe it gets lost on you. But when you can imagine either a person that you worked with in the past that made it so fun to work with or your dream client, like if you could work with anyone in the world, who would it be? and you write your copy to that person, it's going to resonate in an entirely new way. So when we talk about ideal clients and the who, I don't want for you to just craft an imaginary character. I want for you to visualize a real human. And when you go to write anything, write to them. Number two, what? What problems do you solve? What gaps do you fill in? What solutions or joy does your product bring? What questions do you answer? What makes you unique and irreplaceable and a knockout in the marketplace? You need to have every lick of confidence possible that what you provide is outstanding. It's amazing. But to have that confidence, you need to know exactly what you bring to the table. Three is where. Where are you located and where is your perfect customer located? Can you meet them where they're at because you provide some sort of digital service or do you only take clients in a certain city or part of the country? Get really specific here. Even if it doesn't matter where you're geographically based, I want to make sure you include that because it helps people to place you in your life. So share where you live or where you work. Help people to imagine you creating that finished product that you're so excited to share with the world. Number four, when. When can your clients expect results or experience the value that you're offering them? Is this a long-term relationship you're forming with your ideal buyer or is it a one and done kind of deal? Paint the picture of the when. And lastly, and possibly the most important step, number five, why? Why do you do what you do? What was the moment in your life where you decided you needed to step into the space of running a small business or taking control of your life? We all have a handful of big life-changing moments that impact us greatly and literally change the course of our lives. Whatever yours was that landed you in your business, share that openly with your people because I can promise that they will love to hear your journey and they will admire you so much more. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster, whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the superhuman app. I use and love superhuman and find myself playing activation several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Now, if you've been here for a while, you know, mine, I was working in corporate America in what I thought was my dream job, but I realized climbing ladders and clocking nine to five hours at a desk. It was not my jam at all. I bought myself a $300 camera on Craigslist. I cobbled together a plan and quit my job to pursue wedding photography. It was the most exhilarating decision of my life. And it was also utterly terrifying. It was a choice that changed the trajectory of my career and my entire lifestyle. And I've never looked back once. I'm so grateful every day that I took that enormous leap of faith. I tell this story all the time. You might be rolling your eyes when I tell it, but that's my story. And it helps for you to visualize the who, the what, the where, the why. It helps you to understand me, my heart, my perspective more. So what's your story? What's your who? What's your how? Your what? Your where? Your when? Your why? These questions will help you to form a complete message about exactly how you are showing up for your audience. Sharing your deeper motivations and your hopes and your dreams. It's going to put readers in a place of relation to you. They can picture themselves in your shoes and understand where you're coming from a whole lot better when you give them that background to why you do what you do. Now, I was recently with my business coach, Dean, we were sitting at a bar and I kind of gave him some crap. I said, Dean, your Instagram, it kind of sucks. Like all of your pictures, it's just you speaking on a stage and and to be honest, I love your Instagram stories because I get to see your life and I get to see what you're doing and I get to hear your heart in a way that's so relatable. But when I look at your feed, I'm like, I don't uh, why would I trust this guy? I mean, I feel like some of you probably felt that disconnect. Like, this is the guy Jenna chose as her business coach. And so we started talking and we were we were sipping some Mezcal drinks at a bar in Arizona with his fiance there. And we were talking, and I said, Dean all of your stories, they're, they're pictures of you speaking on a stage. And, and when you think about what most people's number one fear is, it's public speaking. And so one, the picture you're painting of yourself is entirely unrelatable, but two, there's so much more to your life than just speaking on stages. And he goes, oh my gosh, you're right. And so we keep talking and I said, you know, you share these stories about your life and you share these snippets of your life that connect me. But when you go to write your copy, it's so formal. And and there's this huge disconnect there between the people that you're trying to reach and the story that you're telling. So the next day I wake up and Dean sends me this long voice text and he goes, you know, I was thinking a lot about what you said last night and I've got to make a change. You're so right. Like, I am totally writing off an entire area of my audience just because my images, are, they're so masculine. And then the copy, it's just these inspirational quotes, but I'm not actually letting people in. And so when I think about story and I think about copy, a lot of times it's easy for us to speak our story, but we struggle in writing it and creating that connection. And so I want for you to really dive into this because now that you have all the details figured out behind your why writing your about section, writing these captions that connect people to your story. This should come pretty easily. You want to start with what value you provide pretty much at the top of the page. All that stuff about how your business is different and what problems you can solve for others. That should be the main bulk of your content. But woven into there, you want to go into your why. Why you do what you do. What your biggest aha moment was that got you into this. What are your quirks? What are fun facts? Even those little lighthearted things are really significant because they make you more human and approachable to random internet strangers. That's the thing that I think about when I thought about that conversation with Dean is I relate to him. When I meet him, when I tell people about him, I'm like, he is one of the best people I've ever met. But but don't go to his Instagram feed because it doesn't even give you a glimpse of that. And so we want to start connecting the copy dots from our About Me page to the captions we share to the story that we're telling online. And the last thing that you want to make sure you include, whether it's on your About page or, or in your captions, is an invitation to connect. Whether you have an email newsletter opt-in or a place to leave feedback, I always end with a tangible ask that your readers are going to feel inclined to do make it friendly and use your voice. Like really write the way that you'd speak to a person if they were right in front of you. You'd be surprised at how this can change a call to action from just feeling stuffy or aggressive into being a friend, asking another friend to just hang out a little while longer. You know what I mean? And on a super important note, and on to tip number two, before you hit publish, always, always, always proofread your content. I'm smiling as I say this because sometimes I don't take my own advice. And this goes for all copy in all the places. It's so apparent when people rush through writing a bio or a caption and there's a blatant word misspelled or or missing. And I always say done is better than perfect, but I have started to try to get more help in proofreading. We pump out so much content in my brand. There are always errors. I am not perfect. I use things like Grammarly to help with this, but if you can have somebody just scan it over, whether it's your mom or your best friend or someone on your team, it can really, really help because... Even if you thoughtfully put together an incredible piece of content, one typo can significantly take away from its impact. Like people are harsh, y'all, but you don't need me to tell you that because accidents happen and we all miss a letter or a comma here and there, but proofreading can take a minute or two tops. It can save you from some of those smaller mistakes and errors. A quick read through will make your content all the more standout and memorable for your readers. Now, if you're not the best with grammar or spelling or just with details in general, get someone on your team or a friend who's a grammar nerd. We all have one of those to go over your stuff before hitting send. An extra set of eyes is always a good idea to make the content as primed and pristine as possible before hitting the interwebs. Okay, now that your about page is looking fly as can be, we've gone on proofreading. Let's talk about how to write better Instagram captions. You know this is my bread and butter, and I could talk about captions until I'm bright blue in the face. Like, really and truly, they don't have to be the bane of our existence or something that we mull over for hours on end trying to think of the perfectly witty but low-key but high-performing, oh, and laugh-out-loud funny caption. Like, how many of us are putting that pressure on ourselves? But I know for many of you because I hear from all of you that writing Instagram captions is still as bad as pulling teeth most days. Your Instagram, it doesn't have to reach and relate to everyone. Go back to that who do you serve question and write specifically to those people. For me, my ideal client is a woman in her mid-20s to mid-30s who is pursuing ambitious dreams and who cares deeply for others. Now, we've talked about this avatar thing, and I know some schools of thought say to get extremely specific with your ideal audience and to pick one person who looks, thinks, acts, and talks a certain way. And maybe you get so caught up in that and you think, what kind of job do they have? What kind of dog do they have? Where do they shop? Maybe they're married. Maybe they're not. But I don't think it's necessary to get so detailed on your ideal client because how can you possibly create original messaging for a one hyper-specific person day after day? And what if you change and your brand shifts? that super tuned in mock-up of your quote unquote perfect follower is too specific to change with you. So my advice is to keep it broad, but still detailed. Visualize that person, but realize like each brand can have multiple ideal clients and you want to craft captions as though you're talking to a specific person over brunch or at a book club. That person is your friend. And so write like that. Someone just asked me the other day, Jenna, do you have multiple ideal clients? Oh my gosh, do you have multiple ideal clients? Maybe you just heard me explain who this podcast is for and you're like, well, shoot, this isn't for me. And it makes you want to sign out. When I think about writing captions, I think about serving someone, not everyone, but serving someone. And it helps me to visualize a person that that caption is going to touch. That means that I don't have one hyper-specific person that I'm writing everything to, but I'm sharing messages that will hopefully reach and resonate with someone. Now, in terms of writing captions, pick one of your themes and write in a way that feels true to your thoughts in your heart. Now, I know this might sound vague, but it's because it's a little different for everyone. If you're writing about your fitness journey, you could talk about a lesson you've learned, advice you've found, success in following, a workout that kicked your butt, the importance of rest, the significance of listening to your body, how to fit in workouts into busy days. The options are literally endless and that's just one theme. You've heard me talk about the JK5. It's where you pick five categories and you cycle through them. It helps you to create these branding stories that resonate, but it also helps you to reach different areas of your audience and connect with them. You want to keep your captions simple. That doesn't mean they have to be short, but you don't want to use jargon or bossy language that alienates people. Write in simple sentences and again, keep it as conversational and casual as possible. And finally, invite your audience into the conversation. Ask questions. Invite them to double tap if they agree. Say, leave an emoji if you're with me. People on social media People are on social media because they want to engage and feel like they're part of a community. Give them the opportunity to engage with you. Next up for copy fixes you can implement today, let's talk about headlines and email subject lines. I'm pairing these together because they're both the captures of your audience's attention, whether it's an email, a blog post, a Facebook post, website page, or anything else that has a big font at the top trying to snag someone's attention. So what's the main thing that you want to do to capture someone's attention? I bet you already know the answer. You have to say something that makes them want to keep reading or open the email or click play on the podcast episode or see what you have to say. Think about an email that has a subject line that reads something like this. Three marketing tools to improve business. I mean, it's not totally bad. It tells you what might be inside of the email and it speaks to a specific audience, but how much more impactful is this one in comparison? Three crazy easy marketing tools to get 10 times more conversions. It's wild what a few adjectives and descriptive words can do to make it so much more attractive and something people will want to open up right away. If I'm a business owner wanting to scale and grow, that second email is going to be the one that lights a fire under my behind to read whatever material you're dishing up and start taking action. Words empower people. They inspire and motivate and push people to be their very best. And I'm not telling you to serve up empty promises or to get all clickbaity. No way, Jose. That is not my style. But ideally, the content you're promoting, specifically in blog posts and emails, in podcast headlines, in captions... It should be so informative and valuable that it deserves captivating, alluring headlines and subject lines to get people intrigued so that they click on and read what you have to say. Be bold with your invitations through headlines and then make sure that your long form content actually delivers on the promises. We know boring headlines aren't going to get you anywhere. And I know in all of your creative writing or English classes growing up, your teachers probably told you to use adjectives and adverbs sparingly. Well, in the school of business and being a rock star marketer of your brand, the descriptive guys are the types of words that communicate how amazing and impactful your content is. Another way to lead into your content via great headlines and subject lines is sharing a one sentence personal anecdote that piques people's interests. For example, I recently sent out an email about my cringe inducing early podcast days where I recorded episodes in my freezing car because it was the only place quiet enough to get through a full show. I didn't have any fancy podcast equipment. I had no idea what I was doing. I could hardly even listen in on those early episodes because I've worked so hard to improve this whole podcast thing I've got going on. Those episodes just kind of make me want to crawl into a cave. Now, my subject line to that email was just my true emotion-filled thoughts about the content inside. It said, Well, this is embarrassing. And it wasn't some hyped up promise or oversold delivery. It was just the truth on my heart to show my audience, hey, I'm human too. I deal with beginnings just like you do. They're scary and they're messy. And here's what mine looked like when I started podcasting. And trust me, it was kind of embarrassing. Think about it. If you are spending so much time writing an email or a blog post or or creating a podcast episode and people don't actually open it up or hit play on it, you're wasting time. And so when people skip over or gloss over the importance of headlines or subject lines or episode titles, I want to shake them because you're spending so much time creating what's inside, but no one's actually clicking to see it. And so it's so important to spend time on those headlines, to really think them through, to think about the promise, to get people to take action. Because if people don't take action, they're never going to get a hold of what you worked so hard on. So take time there. My final tip for writing better copy, it has to do with storytelling. I love storytelling. You know I'm a storyteller. We talked about crafting your business story in an intentional way when you write your about page or when you craft your captions, but that's not the end of sharing stories, my friend. Every day of running a business is a chance to share a customer's win. Maybe a troubling time you overcame, a bump in the road that you maneuvered around, an exciting moment that you want to relive again and again, or a mistake that you made where you learned a tremendous amount of humility and grace from. We encounter compelling and interesting stories every single day, whether they're our own or someone else's, maybe someone we work with. These are the glue that bind your ideal audience and customers to your brand. So sharing them well and often is such a big part in communicating with your people. There are a few things every story you write has to have. So let's dig into it. Up first, when you're telling a story, whether it's in an email, a blog post, or a social post, you need to have an underlying reason for why this matters. Why are you sharing this? Why now give your audience the reason before you even start sharing what happened so that they know what they're going to get out of spending time consuming what you have to say. You could say my ego got a big kick in the gut the other day, or I can't believe what my four-year-old said. That made me totally reevaluate my entire life. Whether it's a lesson you learned and want to share or an encouraging encounter you think they might get something out of or a hilarious occurrence that you know they'll get a kick out of, let them know why you are motivated to share this specific story. Next, you want to also make sure that your story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Duh, like basic storytelling here. But it's always surprising how often I can see people leave out important facts out of an interesting story. Always make sure that you answer, and then what? Even if you can't wrap up the end with a tidy bow and all the things that you got out of it, you still want to follow some sort of story arch to draw people in, get them invested, and provide some sort of resolution. Even if the ending is that you're waiting to see how something pans out, at least you will give them that resolution, something to look forward to an update eventually. Now, when you finish a story, it's important to share your takeaway with your audience. What did you get out of experiencing the story you just shared? How did it impact you, change your heart, or influence your direction? Give some tangible takeaways for what you went through after you experienced it. And then always provide an invitation or encouragement. I think a lot of times we write content and we forget that there is an actual human on the other side of it consuming it. They're investing their time and energy into what you have to say. And it's important to provide a challenge or an opportunity to engage with or a thoughtful piece of encouragement for them to walk away with at the end of the time that they've spent with you in your story. Let me share an Instagram caption just for an example that I shared the other day. It's a picture of Drew and I, and it says, real talk. We got into an argument today at a coffee shop while I was attempting to type with one hand while holding a wiggly baby. It was stupid and funny all at the same time because who gets to work with their family at a coffee shop on a random Tuesday? Freaking blessed, but the juggling act is real and we haven't mastered it yet. I got into the car and I don't want to fight no more. That song by Alabama Shake started playing and I totally cracked up. Like really? The timing was epic and it snapped me back to reality. Like we're still trying to figure it out and something tells me that we're always going to be doing that. I didn't expect to love being a mom so much that I'd rather snuggle than work. And so trying to figure out when I can squeeze in work during nap times or between feedings has been something I didn't prepare myself for. I want to do it all. I I believe you can do it all. It's just not always going to be pretty. I mean, I'm typing this with a squirmy girl in my arms and so yes, it's possible, but it's not ideal. I want to be all in on both work and in parenting. And so when I try to do both, I just feel like I'm failing at both of them. Can you relate? Anyways, here's a peek into our lives. We fight, we laugh, we drink champagne on random nights to celebrate the fact that we're alive. We sure aren't perfect, but dang, I'm thankful to be in this with Drew and to be figuring it out little by little with him because I couldn't do what I do without him doing what he does. Sometimes I need a reminder that we're all in this together. There's no score to be kept. These are the kind of stories that I share. There's no big call to action or no big pitch at the end. It's just to share a glimpse into our lives. And I think stories can be one of the most powerful tools. My business coach, Dean, he shares this framework for helping people take action. And it's the story teach tool This is how you set up people to get results. You share a story that they can relate to. Then you teach about something and then you share a tool that they can implement into their lives. So never underestimate the power of storytelling. It's amazing to connect you with other people, to invite and encourage people, but also to teach and to give people tools. So guys, there you have it. Those are my biggest tips for improving your copy and messaging to make your brand more cohesive and captivating. I hope this episode gives you some actionable tools to take into your content to allow you to roll up your sleeves and to deliver the very best copy your audience wants and deserves. If you deal with writer's block or you have word phobia, I totally get it. I know it can be tough to put a paper to pen or fingers to a keyboard to blast out a bunch of incredible content that changes the world, but it starts with what's inside of your heart. It starts with what motivated you to start this whole thing, to dig deep for the goals and to implement big actions in order to achieve your biggest results. If you know that story, I promise you can have the capability to share it in a way that connects you with your dream audience and wins you a lifetime of success you've got this gold digger. Thanks for tuning into another episode. And I cannot wait to connect with you super soon. I'll see you on the internet where your words are going to inspire the world.
1: Thanks for listening to the gold digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.